in olden days say a farmer used to be um, dependent on climatic conditions they would do their job uh, sow the seeds and uh, then wait for the rains to come if the rain is delayed or if it is too much if it is too less that would affect the crop part of this problem was solved when farmers started when technology grew and farmers could um, store the water use the water as and when they want now only part of the problem was solved here because if the rain is delayed the solution helps if the rain is too much we still can't help it so partly we still have to depend on how the climatic conditions are this chapter deals with the climatic conditions of our body-mind mechanism from where the thoughts would come forth the tendencies as they call it or gunas as they call it gun there are three guns uh, which decide on what direction will our thoughts our decisions our orientation our mood be in mind is a mechanism and the more we understand this mechanism the more clarity we have around this mechanism the more the mechanism is in our control um, or rather the more aware we are of how the mechanism is operating and based on that uh, we can make fine adjustments in our living in our behavior uh, which would not keep us dependent on how the prakriti uh, operates now when we say there is this this climatic condition that that gets created the seasons that get created three different kind of tendencies that get created or dominate in any any um, at any point in time do we really have a say who's done this so prakriti or nature has done this is the power of maya based on which this operates now maya is a big word um there is there is likely to be a disappointment when the maya word comes in when the concept of maya comes in uh there is uh, uh possibly discouragement a feeling of discouragement that could come up as to how are we going to deal with maya now maya is huge it's a huge net maya jal as they say it's the is the net which is spread across the entire existence however uh the good news is that you can say maya has in a way installed a part of it within us now call this an agent of maya or call it a delegate of maya that has been installed in us and this part which is installed in us creates a wheel between us and truth us and reality as it is if we can deal with this part if this part is sorted taken care of then because we live inside out the entire maya entire uh, mayan existence um, can reveal itself what is this part of maya which is installed in us it is called avidya or ignorance if we take care of this ignorance if we shed light on how do we work how does our mechanism work the rest can be sorted 
Because we are unaware of how does our mechanism work, we operate through the mechanism unconsciously and whatever we see outside is uh, through the wheel. It's not uh, clear, it's clouded and that's how I operates. So taking it inside out, uh, we're going to um, try and dispel uh, or this chapter would try and dispel uh, Maya as far as it's connected to the three gunas or the three tendencies. Now there'd be two uh, things or two tools required um, for this to happen. The first tool is guidance. The first tool is information. There has to be right information. We need to know what are we looking into. What do we see? Where do we see? A, a right direction is required. Now my job here is to uh, share that direction with you. And the second tool which is required is observation. Observation in real time of our own self, of how does the mind work, how are these uh, gunas working, how is this climatic condition getting created in real time, in the now, in the present moment. Not as a retrospect of, oh, this happened a few hours ago, uh, I got angry and this must have happened. It's not a must have happened situation. When we observe in real life, in the now, that's when we see the mechanism operating, the clogs of the mechanism in detail as it operates. It's only possible to go in the depth of the mechanism when it's actually operating in the now, not as a retrospect. So this observation is another tool uh, which would be required. Either of the two tools, if missed, will not be sufficient. If direction is missed, uh, we won't know what to observe, what direction to observe in, and we'll keep observing um, as much as we want. We may not go in the right direction. For example, in our childhood when uh, we used to hear that um, God is within us, we used to close our eyes and try and find God where it is. Where is God within us? Now, um, at the most, a child would physically try and see and feel the heartbeat, feel oh, what's within us but not find the sense, uh, not find the direction of how to look, where to look in. So information or guidance is important. Um, and at the same time, if observation is missed, then this guidance just becomes theory. Then we just use this theory to satisfy ourselves um, and then maybe share it with others, um, uh, which is not very precious. To, to share some theory with others without us experimenting with it, us observing it and um, living through it.